Hey, I'm Dean. And I'm Derek. Let's go to work. constantly talk about who we are, background, our heritage, you know, grandchildren of a short little Italian guy that came <laughs> over here at 14 years old. Shoemaker. We talk about food all the time. If yeah. you, when, you know, on our TV shows, all we did is talk about food and... Wine. Yes. We love wine. This one. Oh, this is this a good guest. One. This is a this good one. This <laughs> one. Oh, my God. And, and no, it's not a, a winemaker or nope. a wine distributor. Nope. This guy, Kurt, and his partner, Joseph, they own uh, Joseph and Curtis Wine Cellars. Yes. Right? No, they're not a place where you go when you drink wine. They come to you. They build. <laughs> they build wine cellars commercial, some of the highest end restaurants, New York, New Jersey, and also for homeowners. Okay, can we get a little more specific about that before we bring him on? They design and build. They don't right. just build. No, okay, no, Come on now. Because no. you folks, when you, we'll get their website to you. But when you see the products that these folks work with, these two guys work with every material you can think of. It's not just wood. They, you know it's, what? Uh, They're not masons, but they get it. Okay. For, when you we, look at- before we even get into that, listen, you need to reach us. Contact us at deananderick.com. You have any questions for us or a question for a guest or anything, reach us there. And also, then all Dean, our social media Social media, LinkedIn, right, Dean and right, Derek, right, all that stuff, right, blah, blah, right. blah. That's boring. But right. anyway, that's what you right, have to you say. You know what? Because right. I'm going I'm to blow it and I'll keep talking. Yeah, you will. We should get him on. Yeah, let's get him on. Hey, Kurt. What's up, guys? How you doing? Hey, hey. man. Thanks, thanks so much for coming on. And I have to start out. You know, Derek and I, uh, th- things have been going well with the show. And re- we're very picky on who we have for guests. I have been following you like some little schoolgirl with a crush. He's a stalker. I am. <laughs> Your stuff, and I'm not just saying this because Derek and I have been in the trade a lot. We've been lucky enough to work with some of the best tradespeople in the country. Your work is unbelievable, and your niche blows me away. I would never think that in your business you have a niche where you are and what you do. It's mm. incredible. Mm. Well, I don't know if you can sense it or not, but I'm I'm blushing very much. Oh here. my <laughs> gosh. This bromance has this bromance has started way too soon. Way too I, I soon. I am blown away by those comments and I know I I've, I've followed you guys a little bit, you know, back on the DIY days and so forth and we were on uh man cave a couple times. Oh, oh there yeah, you go. Sure, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Yeah, Jason doesn't like us too much, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't enough room for three of us in one room. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not true. But listen, Kurt, um, let's let's get into what you do, okay? You design sure. and build custom wine cellars for, I look at some of the highest end restaurants in, in New York City, New Jersey. Is that your whole territory or do you go other places too? Yeah, we're headquartered in New Jersey, uh, just about... I won't say traffic-wise because that's a whole other yeah, ballgame, but right. about 22 miles outside of the city. Um, but we do stuff all over the country. This is obviously our, our you know backyard. Um, but we just finished uh, a pretty big project down in Albany in the Bahamas, which is one of the highest uh, resorts in the nation. Uh, we just did some stuff in Costa Rica. I mean, we do stuff all over the world as well as the country. But our headquarters is here in New Jersey. Okay, so I, I want to get into your background. How how did you and your partner Joseph start start this business? How long is this show? 
Well, I think you need um, to tell. Right. I think you need to tell folks what you were doing before you started to design. Right. That's true. Sellers. I Come should on. have given you. Yeah. A lead. Let's do that. Yeah. So I was a trader. Uh, first, I started at the CME, the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, uh, in 1990. Uh, right after I graduated college. I met my business partner, Joe, there just by chance. Um, a friend of my parents moved down to Florida, and he was a big booster at Purdue University. He had uh, six kids, and nobody ever wanted to learn how to trade, and that's what he did when he was a futures trader. And my parents became friends with him and asked if he would bring me in and teach me, and uh, he did. And then when I worked with him for all through college, uh, and then he flew down a, uh, a kid that played on Purdue when he was a booster there, who was now working on the floor in Chicago, and um, let us have a really. He gave us two thousand dollars cash, his gold card, and his Mercedes, and said, "Go have a crazy weekend. If you <laughs> like each other, you know." Would, his name was Matt. He goes, "Will you let him, you know, stay with you in Chicago and get him on the floor and get him started?" And he agreed, and we absolutely had a crazy weekend, and he let me live with him. And signed me onto the floor. I met my business partner, Joe, then, but as just being a runner and a trader. And uh, I stayed in that business for 20-plus years. Wow. And I always um, – I had a hard time – I went from futures to, to trading stocks. And then uh, Joe stayed – I moved from Chicago back home to New Jersey. And Joe, who is from Chicago, married a, a woman from – Queens, New York, and she worked for Dow Jones, which was headquartered in New Jersey, and they transferred, after they got married, transferred her and Joe to New Jersey, and that's how we hooked up again, and it was really just through trading, and then one time I was over his house, probably four or five bottles in the wine, and I was like, you know, he had this beautiful wine rack on the on his loft wall, and I said, where'd you get that? And he never answered me. <laughs> and I came back like a, this was kind of weird. He goes, I'm telling you right now, he's probably one of the nicest guys I've ever met. He's phenomenal. When I worked for him as a runner and he didn't know me, he treated me great. And, you know, we just stayed friends the whole time. And I don't know, we're probably 17 years into this. I don't think I've ever had an argue, argument with him ever. Well, he's just a really, really good dude. So, so turning and, this into uh, a business was it something like you guys sat down and said, you know what, I'm kind of burnt out of what I'm doing? Yeah, because you're missing you're... the best part of the story, Dean. What? Who made the wine rack? <laughs> so, Joe, I had been there a couple more days after that, and <laughs> we were trying to combine like a trading style. I, I never wanted to leave trading. I don't, I don't think Joe did either. I just had a very hard time. I did really well. I always traded for myself. I didn't trade for clients. Right. And um, in the afternoon, I had a hard time making money when the volatility died down. So we were kind of like, I was kind of looking for something to do in the afternoon to keep, to stay busy because I'm not good at uh, sitting around. And when he finally answered me that he built the wine rack, wow. I looked at him, I was like, yeah. I could sell that all over the place. Wow. And he was like, no, you know, I just do it. He did it to just kind of get away from the markets and, you know, just kind of calm down and so forth. Yep. And we started our business with business cards that said, we only build unique wine racks. We don't do sellers. We don't do anything like that. Uh, probably one of the stupidest things we've ever done <laughs> in our lives. <laughs> saying that because all we do now is build wine cellars. And <laughs> you <laughs> so know what? That's it's awesome. Funny how it's, that is yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's funny how it's evolved. 
It is. You know funny. what? The it American dream. It's still there. Look at that. Well, but look at that. Here's here's the interesting. Here, by the way, Kurt, Dean and I talk about this in every show, and probably our viewers uh, and listeners get sick of this, but. We love talking to the kids getting into any of these trades and trying to figure out what they're doing. And, you know, there you are. You got all this talent in front of you. He didn't even know he could do anything with it until someone like you comes along and goes, hey, I can sell that. Right. And then, all of a you sudden, know, right. Yeah. It's like well, you, you guys know it. I mean, it's it's we were talking off air, you know, the three of us beforehand. And, you know, somebody could turn on DIY. and go, Oh, yeah, it's a funny show. Oh, half an hour. You know, they're in and out. Or, right. You know, whatever it is. You know how hard that work is. Yeah. I mean, it's. Yeah. To be successful at anything, you got to put in the time and and believe in yourself, or you know have somebody behind you that does. And I I have three children. I tell them the same exact thing: surround yourself with people that are going to make you better. There period. you go. Yeah, That's, align you yourself go. with the right people. There's right. no question. So here you yeah. are. You guys start this business, and and like anything, right? You make some mistakes. One job leads to the other. Then someone says, well, why are you just doing wine racks? I want to do a wine cellar. Why can't you do a wine cellar? And you're like, well, let's try to yeah, do what wine, was right? that? What how was that, that first that transition? wine cellar? Yeah, what was that? Yeah, I mean, I think that we, I don't think, we had a client that, that came to us and said, you know, it was, it was a different dynamic. I was working in the city, and, and Joe was as well. And in the city, you don't have floor space. You know, you have wall space, but you don't have a lot of floor space. People aren't using in the city, right. in New York, people aren't willing to give up that expensive, expensive square footage, you know, to put a, a wine cellar. Now it's totally not true. But back then, that's what I thought. And so we had a lot of I had you know, a ton of guys around me that were making a lot of money trading. And I knew they all would like these wine racks on their walls and lit right, and, you know, and so forth. But at the end of the day, I bought a house in the suburbs. And out here, everybody's got a basement, you know, or a man cave they want or that right. type of thing. And that's where we started having people coming to me. And I think I'm very good at, you know, reading tea leaves and so forth. And I just looked at them and said, you know, this is the way we got to go. And if we just literally, this is what we sat around and said, we said, if we can just do what we say for these clients. And Joe looked at me, he goes, what do you mean by that? And I said, show up on time. Complete the project when you say you're going to complete it. That's right. Do all the work the right way that you tell them that you're going to do it. You you know, we could be zillionaires because what contractors do that anymore? Absolutely. Not many. That's right. You know what? You do that, half your competition's gone. Hey, by the way, Kurt, yep. I just want to give a plug to you and your website while we're here in case people are just tuning in. Right. So, folks, we're talking with Kurt Dahl from um, Kurt Dahl, Joseph, and Kurt wine cellars and your website is joseph and so folks if you right. go there you'll see some of the projects it's and insane. it's insane what these guys do because here's the thing when people hear wine cellars right i automatically think you're working with wood i just do you know you think about wine cellars and wood right. but you guys work with yeah. metal and glass you have this these like glass hole like wine areas like glass cellars you do things with like different products you're mixing mediums that I don't see other people and, working And you with. know what? And I know we're, we're sucking the air out of here. Kurt, I know, right? I'm the, sorry. the one thing, you know, Derek and I are, are masons, but designers by trade. And I'm a huge fan of Tuscan design and, and outdoor designs I did at my house and stuff. And if you look yep. at design back, back in the days of the Romans, the elements are all the same. You can take these elements and you can make them contemporary. You can make them old world. For someone like you who didn't grow up in the trade, like you and Joseph, and, and looking at your designs... 
you guys totally get it. Yeah. Because you incorporate wood, metal, stone, and now into the the modern age, of lighting of yeah. glass and, and, glass and the and LED yeah. lighting. I don't know. Yep. I don't know if you learned that by just doing it, but you picked up what most designers take years to get. Yeah, I, I think it's. You know, I, I think that to be good at anything, you can't be stagnant. Uh, the one thing I've learned both, you know, my, Joe used to pound this into my head years ago uh, about trading and so forth. I mean, Joe, when I was coming to the floor in 1990 at, at the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, the first thing he said to me was, learn to trade from a screen because this place is going to go away. It's not going to be here forever, but trading will. And taking that to what we're talking about now, you know, if you just sit here and are a one-trick pony and somebody comes to you and says, oh, you know what? I love Tuscany. I love the Tuscan look, but now I have a modern home. Right. Now I have a modern design where, you know, it's minimalist. It's clean lines and so forth. I'm not a stupid guy. I, I'll sit here and put my head down and just start, <laughs> you know, trying to come up with things. Sure. And, and yeah. Joe's, Joe, was, Joe was really the originator of pushing designs and so forth in all different ways. And, you know, we really now, you know, push each other and the guys that work for us and so forth to come up with unique things in any way, shape or form, whether it's uh, electronics, you know, obviously lighting, you know, you guys mentioned that uh, has been huge in the last right. mm, four or five years. It's exploded right? Um, in all aspects of design. I mean, I walk into, you know, people's kitchens and I see, you know, islands now underlit with you know, LED tape and so forth. I mean, I think it's cool as hell. I love it. Yeah. Right. And yeah. you know, that you talk about, obviously, you're, when, you, when you got in this business, you felt like there was a huge potential to make money. But as you know, you know, when you reach a certain point, money's great, but it's not everything. You, I can tell by just looking at your designs, I'll go back to it. You truly have a passion for what you, you're doing. It's not a, just about getting as many jobs as possible and making as much money. You truly put a lot of time and effort, and it looks like your signature is on every yeah, job. there's pride. There's pride in the work there. There's no question, Kurt. So here's a question. Uh, uh, do you do all the designs yourself? We do, uh, 100%. And I would tell you that uh, every single project that we do, there's, there's three of us. There's Joe and, and myself, which are the owners, and then we have another uh, a vice president underneath us, uh, Mike Martin. If one of us three are on every single job. I don't care where it is. Every single job we do, we are involved in the design, the build, and the install. That's Absolutely a that's a that's a very rare combination right there. Usually you won't, you know, you'll find one person taking right. that on, right. but not all three, which is awesome because then all three of you are so invested in how that end yep. result is, and that clearly shows in the work. You know? So, do you have your own installers too? Now, do you have a crew, or do you work with this, uh, uh, the same subs? Uh, whether you're doing in the city or out in New Jersey or another part of the country? We have our own guys, um, but we also are flexible. So we have, we have jobs that come to us all different ways. Somebody will call me or you know, email, whichever it is, and say, look, you know, I have a, a basement that's being finished. Uh, we want an expert to do the wine cellar because of all the uh, trades that are involved with that and the specialty. And I'll work alongside their builder and let him do some of the easy things like framing or, you know, T-rocking type of thing because it's usually cheaper for the homeowner. I have other homeowners that come to me and say, we want you to do everything soup to nuts because if there's a problem, I want to call you. I don't want to call four people. Yeah. Okay. So, so it, right. 
you you do you you can pretty much cover the whole whole spectrum when it comes with, to yep. the install wherever it is. The other yep. thing you had to have learned is is temperature control, humidity, things yep. like that, right? And and that yeah, how do you deal with that? Right, I mean, is that like a especially whole separate... especially if you're down south and, right. and high humid, right. high temperatures, yep. or north, you have to get into the on top of the design. Mm. You have to almost be a scientist. It's it's engineering, and it is and it, and it is being a scientist as well sometimes. But it is, uh, I'm telling you, it's probably the hardest. Um, I think some of the stuff comes easy to me, uh, some of the design work and so forth. But as far as the refrigeration aspect of it, it's a great point that you guys just brought up. I mean, in places in the south that are high humidity and sunlight, where you have a heat load yeah, that right. you know sunlight's coming through right on one side of the house, yep. right? It's hitting a, a half inch piece of glass that is seventy six on the outside and fifty six on the inside. It's you're guaranteed almost to get condensation. Sure. So it's 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 very tricky uh, how to engineer glass. Like let's just use you know like places in Miami right now. Uh, actually, it's pretty much everywhere. But it, it started off in 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 some of the uh, city areas that went modern first um with people coming to me and saying hey you know what i saw this at this restaurant i'd love to have this in my apartment and you know in the city can you do this for me Mm. and you know in restaurants it's showy it's glass it's lighting um but it's a pretty stable and you know environment inside of a restaurant you don't have you know natural light right it's usually darker because they're setting you know the mood in an apartment, it's a different story because obviously you have windows and glass and, you know, you go on vacation and sometimes you don't cool the apartment while you're gone or you're home. So it, it really comes down to having, uh, we do have a phenomenal engineering team and we have to because I could give you <clears throat> nightmare on nightmare of projects that we've either gotten involved with where, you know, a builder said, and I'm not, no offense to builders, it's just... Um, some of the things that have happened over the years. You know what? I, oh, I've done a couple of these before, and they think it's similar to just AC. Right. And refrigeration right. Right. Right, is a whole other animal. I mean, you're getting down into the 50s. Homeowners, you know, sometimes builders don't understand the passion that people have with their wine and the investment. Yep, there you and go. So if somebody comes, right? If somebody comes in and says, hey, you know what? Uh, I want, I'm, I'm not asking. I'm telling you, I want 55 degrees and 70% humidity. You got to give it to them because mm. they will monitor that wine probably more than they will their heartbeat. He's right. He's totally but right. You know what? That's a whole other factor of stress because being in, in yeah. the business you are and the business we are are in, that that's the extra stress because, all right, great. You get the top restaurant in New York City that's going to be the place, yeah, and yeah. you build a wine cellar, and they have a million dollars worth of wine. Right. Right? Yep. And yep. something you do fails, or something you do ruins that, that bottle of wine. Forget it. That is like, yep. that must keep you up at night. So you, 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 must, you must work with, I'm assuming, and tell me if I'm wrong, the same companies, the same refrigeration companies, the same the same companies, engineers, that, right? You, right. But the, but the yeah, products, we're, we're, right? Yep, we're, that's a it's a great point. We, you have to you're you're only as good as your results. It's always result driven, and it's you know like the Janet Jackson song. You know what have you done for me lately? <laughs> they they, if, they will literally look and go great. You built you know sixty restaurants and right. thousands of houses, but mine's not working. I don't really care. You know you need to get this one working. 
I've gotten in the beginning of this business, I would get a phone call here and there. Thank God it wasn't a lot, but it could be a, you know, a Sunday on July 4th at oh, yeah. 1130. My system's not working. Right. Uh, okay. We've you know, you want me up. to run over there right now? Yes, I do. You know, get somebody over here. So we got, we're very, very particular. Uh, obviously, you know, with the name of our company, you know, who's, who owns it. And, you know, we're very particular with the stuff that, with the people that we work with, because our names are attached, obviously, to everything. And one of my, our proudest uh, features, I mean, there's a website called House, H-O-U-Z-Z. Yeah, yeah. And it's right. It's very designer and interior decorator and architect centric and homeowners now. Right. And we have 151 five star reviews on there, which is probably more than 120 more than any other company. That sounds that that's it right there. That's but that's you know a big what, deal. Kurt, you're absolutely right about naming the company the way you did. You know. Joseph and Curtis, yeah. right? Because <laughs> Dean and Derek, it's the same that. thing, right? right? Because it is yep. personalizing it, and it is our skin. It's your skin. You know, I'm going to I'm going to take it. a wild shot here. Go for it. But I think the next step for you, and you're probably already doing it, you're probably getting into branding your own equipment and things like that. We are. We are. That's a that's a great point. I mean, we've started yeah. that again, just trying to separate our brand and and uh, our trademarks and so forth. With, uh, you know, Joe and I are are, are like constantly constantly pushing the envelope you know as we talked about with design also with lighting we have a, a custom wine rack that we make that's in uh, stainless steel uh that's under patent uh it's like a half moon stainless steel uh pretty cool piece um and like i said anything that we can you know make our own and and show value to a to a homeowner or a restaurateur uh we try to do that so we're doing things like uh, monitoring systems, uh, tracking their sellers. That's another big thing that we've gotten into seller inventory, uh, where people, you know, it's, it sounds, you know, funny, but you know, right, right now I'm in the process of building one of the sellers that we're building is a 10,000 bottle wine seller. Wow. And I mean, imagine buying a, you know, a, a busy guy who makes a lot of money, uh, and is, you know, busy working to, to make that money and him, you know, buying a case of, you know, whatever, Paul Meyer, you know, four months ago, and then puts it into his wine cellar, or somebody does that for him. How in the hell is he ever going to know where that wine is again? You know, in a 10,000 bottle wine <laughs> That's cellar. That's so true, right? right? That's so true. Right. Yeah. It's like a library. Right. It's literally like a library. I mean, that room, uh, we took out a garage bay in this gentleman's home. Uh, that's about the, the ceiling height's 13 feet. It's 35 feet wide and 45 feet deep. That's how big wow. the space is. I mean, it's huge, huge. That's unbelievable. And, and so we, um, God, I'm sorry. No, no you go, 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 no, keep no. going. It's yours. Go, you go. I, I was just going to say, I mean, you know, there's, there's owners that are, there's collectors that are very anal and want to know exactly where everything is. Yep. And there's other people that are way more laid back and everything in between. And we have programs set up for all of that to where it can be uploaded the entire collection onto their iPad. That's unbelievable. And, and, and monitor that way. We have stuff that's very simple, like with a barcode that takes some time to do it and, and store it. But after that, it's pretty easy. Um, and we have stuff that where we'll mark every single bottle in every single location. And then it's just as good as, you know, garbage in, garbage out. If you pull a bottle out and don't upload it and, and say it, then it's going to be off. But um, we've gotten into the inventory system, I'd say, about three and a half years ago. So you, you probably developed your own software, I'm thinking. 
We're, we're in the process of doing that. Right now, we've been using uh, a site called Seller Tracker, which is really good. It's free. I highly recommend it to anybody that's out there. Um, you still have to do the work to get it on your collection on the Seller Tracker, and it's also garbage in, garbage out. Right. Where, and I'm you know, sure. Once you do, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I'm sure, Kurt, you know, like in the restaurant industry, that's huge, right? Because oh, not everybody's right. going to have a 10,000 bottle seller or even our friend you know we have an international lawyer friend uh he's only small potatoes he's He's 3500 yeah 3500 bottles and then someone else has got about 1800 but you know it also brings up the whole thing too like if if i'm a listener here i'm thinking well i'd love to get one of their designs on my place i mean how what's the smallest project you guys have ever done or do you take on small projects we do um it, it just everyone is different and unique i mean and and that also goes with you know the, the price points that are associated with them and the materials sure, used. Right. I've built cellars. Uh, I just finished one in this one was in Southampton, uh, New York. I just did a uh, two glass boxes. They only held a total of sixty bottles, but they were built into like floating acrylic, which is a little hard to explain. But uh, it was a showpiece. Both of them. I think that project for holding sixty bottles was well over a hundred thousand dollars. Um, <laughs> like what we were talking about before with this was a glass house yeah. I mean literally glass all the way around on the ocean heat load extreme acrylic pool that uh, was one of the walls of the house I mean there's literally no fr- like no framing in this house it was all just steel and glass and um, you know and then the smaller projects that we've done um, I'd say probably bottle count wise is probably around 100 or 150 right and and and, and your business is it's it's not it's not for everyone no it's you know and if you're gonna have a wine cellar it's you have first of all you you have to have a budget true but Uh, you know what it reminds me of dean it reminds me of our world of stone right because we sell a lot of beautiful stones we're connected to a lot of incredible products you know around the world right. right now and not everybody's gonna what need or afford that thousand square foot patio, but they might take a piece of that and use it because they just love the product so right. much. You know, they love the look of what these guys are creating. They're thinking, you know, like, let's go back to the night of the having wine with Joe. He's like, you know, Kurt's like, who made the wine rack? Right. Right. I mean, but it cl- clearly you saw the quality of it, you know? Right. Yeah. And if you think about, you know, the way I grew up pretty similar to the way you, you did, you guys did with the background and so forth. And when you grew up, you know, spirits and alcohol and obviously smoking and things like that were much more prevalent. <laughs> and I think we've, as a nation, you know, moved away, not entirely, obviously. Right. But I think we've moved more from spirits into wine, you know, probably 15, 20 years ago, you know, where the explosion from California, actually more than that, 30 years ago in California. And it's right. kind of, you know, if you looked at, if you've watched some of the movies uh, that, you know, that document the, uh, Napa explosion. I mean, in the 70s and 75, 80, up into that range, until they really won uh, a blind tasting in in France. Mm. You know, their wines were a joke, and now they're, you know, it's hard to find a, a great Napa wine under a hundred dollars. It's so, incredible. So, Kurt, after all this time building wine cellars, has your knowledge and and appreciation and taste for wine expanded along with your business? Uh, it has. I mean, I'm I'm pretty. I always loved wine. Um, even when I was a trader and so forth before I got into the business, uh, that was one of the one of the things that attracted me to it. Um, my father-in-law has made wine. He's from Naples. 
uh, for I don't know, his whole life, 60 years. And, you know, so I've seen the homemade side of it as well as, uh, you know, the appreciation of all different types of wines. I've had, I've got, I've been lucky enough to meet some really great um, wine guys. Uh, we work with a lot of different shops across the country. And it can be, um, you know, some people are snotty, not people that I work <laughs> right, with. Right, right, right. So you know, it's I true. they make it way more difficult than it needs to be. Right. I always use this analogy. Uh, you know, a lot of customers will come to me at the end of the of the build and say, "Hey, you know, uh, you know, what are what are some of the wines I should get? You know, what do you suggest?" Mm. And my personal statement that I always say to them is, "Drink what you like. You know, you can mm. use the the point system when you walk into the store, but the biggest thing to me is try different wines, drink them. There's no right or wrong to it, and if you're lucky." You know, the, the wines that you like are going to be inexpensive, but that usually is not the case. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, while we're on that. Yeah, unfortunately, right? Uh, while we're on that, what is your wine? What do you like? Um, it depends on what I'm, and I don't want to sound like a wine snob. It depends on what I'm eating. Uh, if it's any type of meats and so forth, I'll give you the big boring one that, you know, a Napa Cab is second to none of the Napa Cabs. I'll go be more specific. Paul Meyer is excellent. my yeah, Absolute excellent. favorite with Casa, Casa Piana, which is uh, a friend of mine's wine, Carmen Policy, the guy he's on the uh, run the 49ers. Yeah. His wine is really? off the charts. Oh, Dean's oh writing these down. He's writing these down right now. Yeah. Casa Piana. And it's he, he has a that's his higher end cab. He also has his lower end cab, which the higher end is around 150. Yeah. And the lower end is around between 60 and 70, which is called Our Gang, like the Little Rascals show. Oh, yeah. Fantastic wines. Fantastic. What about the whites? What do you like when you're eating fish or chicken or something like that? White birds cannot be beat. Um, as far as American Kistler is probably my favorite white. Uh, I'm pretty open. I, I love being around people that know more than me about wine. Right. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that they're you know in a wine shop or whatever, just somebody that you know will turn me on and say, hey, I had this, this is great. Uh, but white burgundy, Kistler's my favorite, American. Um, but I'll drink, you know, I try everything. I yeah. really, I think it's just, um, there's, like I said, there's nothing better to, to anything. I, I don't think I can have a meal without a glass of wine. It's just the way I am. Right. Um, I tried, you know, Barolo, so you name it, Spanish, right. you know, everything. Well, what you're and saying is have have some fun with it. You know, go out there, grab some bottles. Right. You don't have to spend a tremendous. I got to tell you, I'm not, I'm not to. a big white wine drinker, but I had this brilliant mistake. It's a Sauvignon Blanc. Yep. Now, yep. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. I've had some nice you know white what? wines. Yeah. Great name, by the way, too. If you were walking through yeah. a wine store and you saw a brilliant mistake, you'd be like, oh, that's, that's a me. marketing <laughs> thing, whatever. <laughs> it's true. That's why I was attracted to it. That's <laughs> but, me. You know that what? Is, it's true. Great point <laughs> it's true you you do though you make you make a great point because because wine can be snobby but when when and you you've been around a lot of people like this when you're with somebody who really knows wine and the thing that yep. gets me really interested it's not how much it is right because people get caught oh this is a 200 300 a thousand right, two thousand right, right, right? right right it's when they talk yep. about the winemaker and who the winemaker is and how they started out and they used to work for this great vineyard point. but then they you know they went out on their own and they they only made you know 40 bar barrels a year 
And then yep. that's it's like our trade. It's like what we well, do. Isn't it? It's like us. they have a story, too. And it's, it's like us. It's right. their story. Everybody, you know, you think about these incredible companies out there. They all started somewhere in a backyard over a bottle of wine looking at a wine rack. Right. I mean, seriously, yeah. it's it's all the same, Kurt. Right. But here's that we <laughs> haven't even tapped into the big topic we want to talk about right now is the combination of the two worlds. Stone and brick with wine cellars. I mean, come on. It's like, right. Oh, my God. Right. It's hand endless. In Hand in hand. So we have and I, so... And I, I, I tell people all the time, every, I won't say everyone, but I would say probably 75% of my clients always utter those words. Oh, can we get some stone in here? Oh, can we get some brick in here? Really? Almost every single time. You, 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 you're so busy, you ignored, because that's how I met you on LinkedIn. I was inundating you with, with this, this stone that we have, the exclusive on. Oh, there yeah, was the bottom need, of the ocean yeah, floor stone. The bottom of, that's the first one and, in my and mind. We're doing right these there. tables that are one time the bottom of the ocean floor stone, and it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's out of years. Oklahoma. Yeah, I've sent you, but you ignored me. Yeah, you ignored you have, you, you have, I, I so you have way too I'm many sorry. followers than I do on LinkedIn. <laughs> I'm just a nobody, man. Well, actually, Kurt, I think your instincts were right because you know he's a stalker. So, uh, you know, but we will, we'll send you some stuff. No, we have but, some exclusives, but here's the thing. The beauty of stone with the beauty of what you do. I mean, really, it is that hand in hand. You know, like I do like, by the way, I never thought of glass cellars. I really didn't. I knew that you'd yeah. see something like that in a restaurant. But I was looking at some of your photos and I see these apartments or these homes where all of a sudden you walk into the like the family room or the kitchen and there's this glass wine cellar it's not in the cellar no it's in the living space i know and it just yep. adds to the beauty and the function oh. and the personality of the person even if you oh. don't drink wine if you're in an atmosphere with glass like that yeah. and wine bottles that are lit lit done that, that I'm you done. don't have to touch a glass right you know what i mean yeah. you know so the it's other thing I'm, I'm assuming beautiful. i'm assuming you make kurt is when you do these wine cellars you build like a tasting area right yeah people i i try to um, hammer that home that the the photo sometimes that people have in their mind of that beautiful table that old world farm table sitting in your wine cellar just looks amazing and they picture themselves having dinners and tastings and all that and then I try to remind them how freaking cold 56 degrees is in your house right and that you're never going to go in there for probably more than two minutes right <laughs> Right. That's so true. Some, some guys look at me and go, that's not a bad thing. I'd be happy to be in there by myself <laughs> um, off the record. But, uh, yeah, I, I try to carve out like if, for, the first thing, is, you know, when, when I'm talking to clients, I try to figure out wh what do they need? Yeah. What do they have to have? That's right. And if they turn around and say to me, this happened last week, uh, I need 500 bottles. Let's just say I'm just making up a number because that's what she had told me. And I said, well, the space that you're showing me right now, you could put 3,000 bottles in. Right. So why don't we make carve up the space and create this glass wall with this wine cellar behind it, but your entertaining area you go. is outside of that. Yes. Yeah. And that way you bring one and two together like the restaurant experience. You know, you we can put the table outside the space. You'll still get the 500-bottle capacity, a wall of glass to where you feel like you're inside of it. You know, you'll feel fantastic opening up that door, grabbing a bottle in front of all your friends and decanting it and mm -hmm. walking outside like you're the sommelier and sitting down at your table. There's nothing better because... You, you know, there's nothing better than that. You're right, but there's a problem. What's that? They're never going to leave. 
No, it's <laughs> that is a problem. They're never going to so, leave. Right. Like, you know, when you have those people over and you like some of them, but you don't like the other half, yeah. the other half's yeah. the one that's going to stay. You know that. So there's two things that we've incorporated because I agree 100%. I have a hidden Murphy bed that comes down. <laughs> and the other one is the Dr. Evil chair where you hit the button and they just slide out into the shark tank. Kurt, I like you, you man. Know, I like this but guy. But you know what? The, the, thing, the, the thing with his business is you think when you think wine racks, right? Yeah. Decorative, really yeah. cool wine cellars. Yep. He's getting into it's not outdoor living, it's but you're you're, living, right. you're creating. Uh, it feels like you're outside with the wood and stone, but it's branching out your business to where you're getting into furniture, you know, uh, different design, wall texture. It's endless. It is. It's it, endless. It's, it's amazing when you think about his business and yep. where they are today. Um, really, kudos yep. to you guys. Tell Joe to kudos to you guys. You know, folks, you need Thank to check. You, very much, guys. you need to check these guys out at josephandcurtis.com, Correct, I got that right. No, you screwed it up again. I did. It's josephandcurtiswinecellars.com. No, the dot com. Josephandcurtis.com. That's He's the website. The, as far as the website is josephandcurtis.com. Thank the you. This is uh, Joseph and Curtis Custom Wine Cellar. Yeah, you guys see, both right. Yeah, that was okay. Fine. But the website but, is josephandcurtis.com. And by the way, I like your tagline. You dream in red and white. I like that. <laughs> I love that tagline. That's awesome. That took a little longer to create than us coming up with the brilliant name of Joseph McGarvey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it took about three seconds to think of. Yeah. We're, we're going to work together because we this we, we want are. you on the podcast and I want you back yeah, because I haven't back. even, I had a list of questions. I want to hear about uh, specific jobs you've done, nightmare jobs. Yep. Um, oh, but yeah. we're running out of time, but we're going to work together because I, I, I want to, I want to work with, we never got a chance to work with someone creative like him that does this. Well, I don't stuff. know. I know I'm up to par with him, but I don't know if you are. Okay. That's we'll where see. we have to go. <laughs> wait, this wait, is a wait till you see now. the ocean floor tables and yeah. stuff. You'll and see that. Dean, You'll be yeah, like, yeah, right, sure. Love right. Hey, Kurt, thank you so much for coming yeah, and on. And you're man, coming really. back, man. You're another, you're another one returning. And, uh, you know, it, for anyone out there. If if you've worked really hard and you're into wine and you want this for your home, go to Joseph or a restaurant on, owner. Man, I, I've I've researched this. I've tried to look at your competition. Nah, no way. Nope. These Thank these you, are the guys. I you are. I'm. I'm. Yeah, it's. But it's. Listen, we're Italian. We don't lie. We're, the thing with us is, <laughs> if if we if we if we think you're not that good, we'll say it to your face. Right. I'm <laughs> telling you. Absolutely. I I try to make you look bad. I'm like this guy can't be the only one. I looked around. Yeah. I'm like, what the heck? I know. What I the know. heck? So yeah, good for you, hard. man. We work hard. Good for you, and and you deserve it. Your stuff's unbelievable. Thanks, guys. And I'll be on anytime you need me. Thanks, guys. I Thank really you. appreciate it. Take All care, right, man. Kurt. Take care. All right, guys. Take care. Okay, Bye-bye. now now I will. All I want to do is find a wine cellar. I want to no, sit there and seriously. do tastings. I do, you know what? But to do it, you got to do it right. Like with the, these yeah. guys, what what they have, it's like the stuff they do. Yeah, it's just so creative. You, you know what they have is they have vision. They have vision. But listen, remember, like what he said. What do you need? You and I say that all the time. Right. You know what do you need? I know what you think you want. But let's talk about what do you really need, and let's start there. And then you can add on to that. Right. But it's like, what's the function? What do you need? You talk about flow. You know, I never use that word. But you love that word. I'll let you have it. But you know what? These guys are right. Flow's a good word in yeah, a wine cellar. Yeah, whatever. Because the I wine will be flowing if I had one in my house. <laughs> well, that's, that's true. That's a, wow, look at you. Yes, that was pretty yes. good. And I'd be the guy living in the 56-degree area while my wife was mad at me. I'd lock the doors. And, I don't care if I'm going to freeze. I'm flowing. <laughs> All right, folks. This is Dean and Derek.
Yeah, go ahead. And you can contact us at deananderek.com. Or um, contact us at Dean and Derek. Did you say that? Yeah, contact, yeah, contact Dean and Derek. At, right, uh, I, but I Facebook sounded like I said you can contact Yeah, us. you did. Yeah, because I this. was thinking about so the So this is Dean and Derek, and we'll see you next time. Stay safe. All right.